What's up, everybody? My name is Camden Chikaski, and I'm here bringing you the very first episode of the Minivan Podcast. In today's episode, I will be joined by my two good friends, Matthew Davidson and Ivan Shingana, and we will be taking a look at match day six of the Champions League group stage. We will provide a brief analysis of the biggest games, as well as giving our individual predictions. Without further ado, let's get right into it. All right, so before we get into it, um, how about you guys go ahead and introduce yourselves? Uh, I'm Matthew. I'm Ivan. All right, so the first set of games uh, is tomorrow at 12.55 p.m. Eastern. It's Group F. Um, the first one is Zenit versus Dortmund. Um, Dortmund's already clinched a spot. It's just a matter of where they finish in the group. And the other one is Lazio versus Club Bruges. If Lazio wins or ties, they go through, and Bruges goes to the Europa League. If Bruges wins, then they go through, and Lazio goes to the Europa League. Um, what are you guys' thoughts on that game? Um, well, first I have Dortmund beating Zenit, and that put bring them to the top of the group. Uh, I feel like that's a fair uh, assessment of that game. Uh, as for the Lazio versus Club Brugge game, uh, I do have Lazio winning that. Uh, Chiro Immobile is scoring at uh, a very scary rate right now, so I can. it's hard to see them losing that game. I do agree with Matthew. Uh, I don't see a lot of in that game. Even though they're yeah, both strong sides. I'm with you both, um, especially based off of Mobile. Um, so I see Dortmund finishing on top of that group with um, Lazio coming at second. Um, group E games, uh, Chelsea plays Krasnodar and Sevilla plays Ren. Um, don't need to talk about that group because it's already set. Uh, with Chelsea clinching first place, uh, Sevilla finishing in second and Krasnodar being the representative from Group E that will be sent to the Europa League. Um, the next next set of games um, is Group G. Um, one of the biggest games out of all the, all these fixtures is Barcelona versus Juventus. Each of team each teams have clinched um, a spot in the next round, um, and I think like everybody's looking forward to this game. Um, what are you guys' thoughts? Um, so with the return of Ronaldo for this second leg, the first leg Barca took it two zero. I can definitely see Juve taking the edge over Barca this game. My score prediction would probably be 2-0 or 2-1 uh, for Juve. Um, I agree with Matt. Uh, Juve, I see Juve winning 2-0, 3-1, something like that. Um, especially with Ronaldo coming back this game, like Matt said, and Barcelona not being in the best form, and neither is Messi. I think he has like two, three goals in the run of play, and or something like that, a very low amount. Yeah. Yeah, Barcelona's been a tricky team to solve this year because I, I'm not sure where they are in La Liga. It's like, I think they're in the bottom half of the table. Yeah. Um, But they're also the only team in the Champions League who's won every game, Um, which is, I mean, it's just, it's just very, very weird. Um, Quick quick facts, Um, very exciting for American followers, is that um, there could be three Americans represented uh, in that game, which is crazy to think, considering... United States wasn't even able to qualify for the 2016 um, World Cup, so shows how how far the United States has already come in just the past couple of years. Um, moving on to Group H, um, along with Group B, probably like the most entertaining group to watch. Um, it's PSG versus Istanbul and United Man United versus Leipzig. Um, the winner of the United Leipzig game clinches the next round, and if United gets a tie, then they go through. Um, what are you guys' thoughts on these games? Um, hard to see a reality where PSG loses to Istanbul. I'm not going to lie. 
Uh, I just, I'd, I'd predict maybe like a 4-0, like thumping that game. As for the United-Leipzig game, I think it's going to be one of the most exciting games uh, for all of match day or, yeah, match day six. Um, I do have United taking the edge there. I think it's going to be a really exciting attacking game. But I think United, uh, they're, in, they're in decent form right now. And uh, with Marcus Rashford fire, firing at all cylinders. So I do have uh, United taking that game. Um, with the United-Leipzig game, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I mean, Leipzig just put up three against Bayern Champions League champions last year, uh, which is pretty impressive since they have a really strong defense. And United also can score a lot of goals like they have in the past. I mean, they've scored three goals against West Ham, three goals against uh, Southampton, three goals against – four goals against Istanbul. I, it's, hard to, it's hard to call, but I think United's defense is so shaky. I'm, I'm going to go with Leipzig. Yeah, both teams have had relatively shaky defenses, and both teams' strengths are their attack. Um, from a bias – you know, obviously being a Chelsea fan, I'm, I'm not a huge United guy, but, you know, Bruno Fernandes is, I mean, his his stats since joining United are, I mean, they're unreal. Um, you got to give credit where credit is due. However, um, I I just don't see United winning this game. I think it's going to be a really high-scoring game, and it could go either way, but I think Leipzig um, is going to pull this one out. Uh, moving on to Wednesday. Uh, the 1255 games, uh, it's Group D, Liverpool versus Midget Titleland. Um, Liverpool's already clinched first in that group. Um, so the big game is Ajax versus Atalanta. Um, Ajax needs a win to go through. Um, if Atalanta just gets a tie or obviously wins, then they'll go through. Um, so what do you guys think about that game? Um, uh, this game, yeah, it's really going to – it's a 50-50. It's a really a toss-up. Both teams also play very exciting style. Atlanta's a really – uh, attack-heavy team with the likes of Ilicic and uh, Gomez in their front line. However, I do have Ajax taking this one. I love the way they play. And, uh, yeah, I think they take this game 2-1. You know, it's so hard to gauge how good Ajax is every year because they don't play in a really strong league, but they're usually, like, the best team in their league as well. Um, I know Atlanta's not doing that good in Syria. I think they're, like barely in the top half of the Serie A or maybe, maybe the bottom half. So, I mean, I guess the safe bet would be Ajax and save and get results in uh, the Dutch league. So, yeah, I'll go with Ajax. Uh, I disagree with both of you. I think um, Atalanta's going to pull out a result in this one. I mean, Atalanta's obviously, like, everybody's favorite team from last season. Um, it was sad to see them not uh, get into the final. But I just feel like, obviously, they can't, they're coming off a really impressive result against Liverpool. Um and Ajax has lost a lot um, of, of talent and star power in the past couple of years. Um, and so I just think guys like you mentioned earlier, Matthew, obviously Joseph Ilicic and Gomez, um, I think there'll be enough to get Adelina through to the next round, uh, which will send Ajax to the Europa League. Um, and moving on to the 3 p.m. games, starting with Group A, um, Bayern Munich has already clinched first. Um, they're playing they're playing Lokomotiv Moscow. Um, and the other game in that group is Atletico versus Salzburg. Um, Moscow can still qualify for the Europa League if they beat Bayern and Atletico beats Salzburg. Um, but obviously, the Salzburg-Atletico game is is the, is the big game in that group. Um, Atletico just needs a tie to go through. Um, so what are you guys thinking on this one? Um, yeah, I have Bayern uh, kind of demolishing Moscow for this game. Bayern is 
in fine form right now, even though they do they did come off a tie to uh, Leipzig. They're still a, a, also a very attack-heavy team, so I could see a very uh, high scoreline for them. As for the Salzburg-Atletico, I have Atletico winning. Uh, they're playing great right now. Uh, they've got the likes of Felix and Suarez up top. Felix, who's coming to his own this season and starting to live up to the potential that he had. And Suarez, the the veteran that uh, just scores goals for fun, honestly. Not to mention how great of a defense they have. Yeah. I, you know, at first I was thinking Atletico because of how great their defense is. And I think I'll still stay with Atletico since, I mean, they've only conceded two goals in La Liga. But I'm not saying they've um, conceded eight goals in just the group stage of Champions League. So I don't know if, you know, Champions League is a kryptonite or something. But I'll, I'll stay with Atletico, but I think it'll be a really good game. Yeah, I'm going to make that three for Atletico. Um, if this was last year and Salzburg had Erling Haaland and Takumi Minamino, it could be different. <clears throat> I just think, like you mentioned, Matt, um, Atletico's defense um, is incredible. I think the best keeper in the world in uh, Jan Oblak. And like you said, Joe Felix is really coming into his own, living up to that you know hefty price tag, um, as well as Luis Suarez, the veteran. Uh, I mean, everywhere he goes, he scores goals. So... Unfortunately for um, Jesse Marsh and his Salisbury squad, I think they'll be sent to the Europa League. Um, and moving on to Group B, this is, I mean, this is an incredible group. Literally every team can still go through. Um, it's uh, the the German side, Gladbach versus Madrid, Real Madrid, and Inter Milan versus Shakhtar. Um, yeah, this this group could go any way. Um, so what are you guys thinking? Uh, I've thought about these matchups a lot. And... Initially, I had Madrid over Gladbach, but Gladbach is in fine form right now, and Madrid is without their captain, Sergio Ramos, and they are not in good form. So I can definitely see Gladbach taking this game, uh, although I do think it's going to be a fantastic game to watch. It's going to be a defensive game, if I had to guess, so I could see it being a 1-0 kind of game. Uh, And as for Inter versus Shakhtar, Shakhtar has been pretty good this season. They did the double over Madrid in the group stage. And uh, Inter, they haven't been great, but I do think they're going to have enough with Lukaku and Lautaro Martinez to take that game. Uh, in the Inter-Shakhtar game, at first I was thinking Shakhtar, but looking at recent results from Inter, um, last match day they beat Gladbach. Um, in Syria, they've got pretty convincing results as of recently. So I think I'm going to go with Inter in that game. And then in the, I guess, more anticipated game, Gladbach versus Real Madrid. I mean, Gladbach just lost to Inter, so I don't know if they lost a little bit of their flow as of recent. So, and Madrid's just coming off a win in La Liga. Mm, I'm going to go with a draw in that game. Okay. Um, I'm with you on the Inter versus Shakhtar game. Like, initially, I was thinking Shakhtar, and I still think they could win. Um, and part of me wants to pick them just based off of, like, obviously rooting for the underdog. But I just feel like Inter Milan will get it done in that game. <clears throat> I think they have a really good manager in, in, in Antonio Conte. Um, and obviously that front line is really, really good. Lukaku, I mean, he's been informed for, like, the last year. Um, and Lotaro Martinez, obviously, is a great player, too. So I think they'll get it done. Um, in the Gladbach-Madrid game, it could go either way. Um, I think Playa for Gladbach is informed. Um joint top scorer in the whole Champions League. Um, and Madrid's been struggling in the, um, the underperforming 
in the Champions League so far. I think many people thought they'd already have a, a spot clinch in the next round. Um, so I'm going to go with Gladbach in that game. Um, I could see Madrid winning, but I really think that Gladbach will get it done. Um, moving on to the, the final group, which is Group C. Um, City, Man City has already clinched first place in that group, and Porto has clinched second. Um, the other two teams in those groups, in that group, excuse me, um, are Marseille and Olympiacos, who are tied on points right now. Um, Olympiacos has the more favorable matchup, um, playing Porto, and Marseille has to play City. Um, and Olympiacos is also currently ahead on goal differential, so they have a pretty big advantage. Um, obviously, Ivan, you're a Man City fan, so you've watched uh, those teams more than us. Um, what are your thoughts on more so that, uh, like, who do you think is going to go through uh, or to the Europa League, excuse me, between Olympiacos and Marseille? Uh, I say Olympiacos just because they have the favorable matchup, like you said. Matt? Um, yeah, I'm going to have to agree with Ivan there. Marseille has been in shocking form as you'd say. Uh, I think they're going to get <laughs> demolished by City in maybe a 3-4, maybe even 5-0 game. And uh, I think Olympiacos has a chance against Porto, although I do have Porto winning. But uh, yeah, I think Olympiacos is the safe bet to go to the Europa League. Yeah, I agree with you guys. I've, I think you said earlier, Olympiacos is like, their goal differential is two better than Marseille or something. Yeah, which is also not favorable for Marseille. Yeah, I don't see Marseille beating City by more than three. Um, yeah. Well, or like 3-0 to, to get them through. So I think Olympiacos is going to get that Europa League spot. Um, that'll wrap up match day six. Um, to wrap up the, the podcast, I want you guys to give me each um, your favorite or not necessarily your favorite, but the team that you think is going to win uh, the Champions League and another team who you think is a dark horse that could surprise a lot of people. Um, as much as it pains me to say, because I am a Liverpool fan, I don't think they're going to have the legs to do it this season. Although I do think Bayern will go back to back this year. I think they've just added more talent and they haven't really lost anybody. So it's hard to see them not doing well. As for my sleeper team, uh, I'm also going to have to go with Atletico Madrid, who is in their group. Um, I think they're a team that's always kind of slept on because they're not a flashy team. They're kind of a gritty team, but they get results. And I think that's really what's going to be important in the end. Um, for my favorite to win it all, I say City. I can put on biased opinion once again. Uh, Kevin De Bruyne is the best player in the world, and he could carry yeah. City anywhere, honestly. Uh, could carry Belgium to the World Cup easily. That's completely unbiased. So, yeah, yep. I think, I mean, it's pretty clear, honestly. I don't see anybody else winning. Um, as my sleeper team, I, it's kind of weird to call them a sleeper team, but I guess I'll go with Real Madrid. Even though they're, you know, contending for a spot right now, um, they got so much experience. I mean, Benzema, Zidane, they both won three. Modric won a World I mean, not didn't win a World Cup, but was a finalist in the World Cup. I mean, if they if they, if they get their stuff together, then they could definitely contend. That's not a bad shout. Uh, what you're saying about City, though, I mean, De Bruyne, I mean, he couldn't carry them past uh, Lyon last nah, year. Nah, but that I'm was saying. his fault. Sterling um, did an absolute <laughs> sitter. So, Kevin can only do so much. That's not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong. Um. As for my favorite, I would like to say Bayern, but just for the sake of the podcast, uh, I'm gonna not choose them. Although I've been saying like since before last the last Champions League final that I think they're gonna go back to back. I think their their team uh, like they have one of the best managers in the world, um, the best striker in the world. 
I think they're just the best team in the world. Um, but like I said, for the sake of po- the podcast, I'll pick someone else. Um, I'm going to go with the team that they beat in the Champions League final last year, PSG. Um, they lost Thiago Silva. Um, but as I said, they made the Champions League final last year, and that front line with Mbappe and Neymar um, is incredible. Um, you saw Neymar had a really, really good game against United last week. Um, so I, I'm going to pick them. And as a sleeper, hmm. I'm, look, I'm going to go with Chelsea, <laughs> up the blues. Um, Frank Lampard, best manager in the world. Um, Frank's tricky blues. Um, led by Timo Werner. Um, Edward Mendy, the best keeper in the world. You already know. Uh, Chelsea's going to get their second ever. Um, I could see I could see it getting, like, them getting very far. Um, regardless of my bias, I do think they're going to do well this year. If they don't um, have to And so with – yeah, okay, well, okay. Um <laughs> Uh, with that, um, that'll pretty much wrap it up. I'd like to thank you guys both for uh, joining the podcast. Yeah, thank you for having us. Thanks for having us, Camden. Cue the outro.